you about to witness is my thoughts Just my thoughts, man Right or wrong Just what I was feeling at the time uh. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Jai Time Turkeys um, The host, A Prince 15 on Twitter Angry, angry P underscore A15 on Instagram uh, This episode I'm joined by So, uh, thank you for joining tonight, uh, for this episode, fellas. Uh, first off, we'll get right into the first topic. Protest, protest, protest. So, in the last 24 hours, um, we've seen Drew Brees uh, share his thoughts on the protest through a video um, where he said that uh, anyone who kneels for the flag uh, is disrespecting the flag and disrespecting the military. And that took, uh, got a good swift 12 hours of uh, backlash. And so this morning he put out a long, like, four-part thing on Instagram. A lot of words, but to me it didn't address what he said. And so to me it's still like, yo, yo, fuck you. Because, like, it's never been about the flag. So, like, that's that's what I feel on it. So what's you guys' take on it? Marcellus put Marcellus ran the shoe. Probably fake, 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 f
got even on that bitch. He said that was pretty cool. And it was it was just a great shot. It wasn't like they're gonna do anything the past two weeks, I think, to do to be on the list. But he just needs to be on the list a default. Um so that's either hit or dead. But yeah, that's just uh I uh it's it's not surprising. It's it's really it warms the heart. It's like, yeah, how far we gotta go, how many more of y'all out there thinking this? Um and another thing I just about when you talk about the Olu. Um, it prompted me of that image going around about him kneeling and folks assuming that it was during the anthem and like, so what's it, how you feel? Yep. It's actually worse than that. It's actually worse because if he was the one to come out and kneel when the flag was being played or the song was being played or whatever, and then later showed his feelings, you say, okay, he went above above how he felt in that moment. But it's actually that he did, they made, that was his deal to, let's do that, and then we'll stand up, put our hearts over, over for the flag. That's more deviant to me. Because it's like, I give zero... I'm going to stop cussing my daughter's head. I give zero F how you feel. Completely. To the point where I am not going to do any sort of understanding or compromise. And I'm not saying I have to... And that, no one's asking you to sit for the flag. First of all, we're only asking you to kneel. Like, it's not like anything major. It's like, you're taking knee, fam. Like, when you're tired and you want some Gatorade, you take a knee. So we're tired. We need more than Gatorade. You can take a knee. Right. So just take a knee during this two minutes of raggedy ass song. We're not saying do that perpetuity. We're saying do that at least for this next trick of games, maybe the season. But the following season, if we had all done it, when they all should have done it, it would have been over with. But now before you say you're getting asked in a CNBC interview that has nothing to do with this, and only because of the times, because ain't nothing changed, you get prompted with a question that says, hey man, what do you think is going to happen in the future? Because we want to do this, and he That's that's just to keep the Twitter haters off of him. Like, like, like,
on social media, what we do on social media, how we we jokingly talk about it, but we understand this is a serious situation. I hope they all have had a conversation where you know they they've, they've been able to clear the air and get an understanding between Pierre yeah. Russell future and even baby future. So right. right. that's all I was saying. No, I just, right. yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, so it's just like. If we had a black-run media company, or just you know, a general like, a, I mean, like a to the to the equivalent or succeeding, which it would easily would, like an ESPN coming around the clock thing. Imagine how it's reported. Imagine how all like the Ed Reed would be eclipsed, the Martellus Bennett uh, post would be eclipsed, uh, go and then you will also have large excerpts excerpts of Russell Wilson's interview as long as Trump the block. And then you would compare and contrast that to this ignorance. But we don't have that. So what gets lost is what's going on with the brothers who, like saying, raise other people's sons. Not other people's sons, but co-parenting. And yet, we're all focused on this ignorant white man. We know they're like that. Like, we know that. Like, it's so prevalent. But that's spending all our time and pulling the energy towards that versus what we could be doing. And that's the that's just how far beyond we got to go. Like, how far we got to go. It's like, we got to spend all this energy just to get him to acknowledge something so basic. Like, it took every NFL player, it seemed. Yeah, NBA players. It took the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? But no, but on some real stuff. Like, it took, okay, yeah. let's just translate and not no issues. It took Michael Jordan to say something. Not, you know what I'm saying? Like, as if he was Michael Jordan. Like, it took yeah. all that. We had to use all our cards. We had to play all our cards. Yeah. For this damn quarterback. Yep. I think, I, I think it wrong. was. It was so surprising that it was Breeze. I mean, because we don't really look at Breeze in a, a quote-unquote race from a racist standpoint. Because that's because that's because that's we choose don't to do that. These he's he's the symbols have been there. Yeah, yeah, like follow the money. First of all, he sat with Trump. He sat with Trump at the playoff at the championship game, but the LSU game. And then there was something else he put some money towards. I think it was like a church or something. He put some money towards silently or like behind the scenes. And then somebody called him on it. And he gave some another bland ass statement. So like I've, I've been off the Drew Brees train for a while. Like only reason I haven't been vocal about it because I understand what Katrina did to New Orleans. So I understand like why some New Orleans even... No, I, I mean, look, Drake, I understand what you're saying. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you still found a way to fuck it up. You still, you still found a way to just fuck all that up. Yeah. So I mean, and then and then there's that 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 piece of it, and then we have from the management side, we got Vic Fangio, who you know came out and said he doesn't see racism, and like I mean I've seen some r- reports of, that can say that give context to why, but it's still a dumbass statement, and it's still the worst possible time to say it, because like I, I mean like I, I get it from his point of view, like they brought up that the, he he was with Harbaugh. 
um, at Stanford. And so in his eyes, like he saw a lot of black coaches from that staff get jobs before him. And so he's like, okay, well, where's the racism? And it's like, well, hey, dude, it's not just your experience. One. Two, how about you look in the mirror because there's a reason you're not getting these jobs because there's an entire system built for you to get the advantage. So if you think you're not getting the advantage, you should definitely look in the mirror first because there's so many other examples outside of you where they are – where you can, there's no denying that you're getting the advantage. So like for him to come out and say it is ridiculous, like I for one can't wait for training camps to start because I want to see how all these human things like – come to head in a locker room, in an explosive locker room. Like, we've all we've all played on the same flag football team, which is far lower, lower level in terms of, like, you know, competition and all of that other stuff. But we've all, we've, hell, all three of us have been in a car. We've had tension between me and Dre. As a matter of fact, all three of us have been in there. So, like, and that was off of, like, stuff in the game. So I can only imagine how stuff, of this magnitude and that powder keg, what is going to happen? But I want to see it. I am ready to see it. Because. Now, nah, go ahead, Dre. Hasn't had a season yet. Hasn't had a season yet. that one of those rookie wide receivers uh so the because who the cowboys got i thought the cowboys got the cowboys got um rugs is in oakland i believe it is jerry judy because cowboys got uh who's the guy from uh oklahoma yeah so. yeah Oh, yeah, 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 Mel. Yeah, he is, yeah, because he's not in KC or Oakland, but he stayed in the division. Well, they'll be good. The Broncos as an organization still going to be. I mean, not good, but they're not, I don't think that, I don't, I was more concerned about the locker room for a second, but. Yeah. It, 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 I don't think, because everyone's in a tenuous position, like, ain't nobody, like, right. like a young quarterback. Right, right, right. Nobody's established. Yeah, no one's like, <laughs> like no one, like, Broncos don't even know that. Right. So, Well, so I think uh, I do think the Saints are done as Super Bowl contenders this year. I don't think like it might start off good, but the first time they hit that bump in the road that every season has, I think they're going to combust from the inside out. Because right, because be like you ain't really with us, so like what? And they already know he has another job waiting, 
Yeah. He's going to the booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. No, 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 no. Oh, my bad, bro. No, 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 my bad. I mean, I said the Saints, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, go ahead, Lou. Watchmen? It's dicey. It's dicey. Like, it's dicey. Because, one, what this showed me is, like, he's not as savvy as you think. Because this was a very easy thing to, oh, to, it wasn't even a hard question. Like, he wasn't on BET being interviewed. He was on CNBC. He was in his own turf. saying is like he couldn't keep together in a comfortable situation when you get in a booth calling the game and the emotion of the game and da 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 how many of those go slip out yeah 
because 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 what what else what what I, I haven't I haven't checked the dates, but I feel like the video wasn't uploaded in real time. So like. Mm-hmm. Their views, so. These people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if it, if it happens, y'all just let me know what happened. I, wanna, I just can't see him, like, saying that this outlandish. Like, even, like, I mean, I think it was like. I'm glad I'm that he's. I'm I'm just getting that he is playing this season. But we're still two years removed from him being in the world. Two years ahead. Um, it depends on how the revolution go. He might not be playing this season. So sad. And they really like, if, like, in fact, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, there's a chance that the heat, like what Shannon said, that he can get turned up. It's like, bro, don't even play because the locker room ain't gonna be before this for you. Yep. Like, the locker room ain't gonna be there. Um, yeah. yeah. So. All right, so we're gonna uh, go ahead and switch it over to uh, basketball, um, the NBA. Uh, they ratified, or the owners ratified. The proposed um, uh, was oh finished to the season. So the ratification was twenty nine to one, with the only holdout being the Portland Trailblazers, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but they're gonna have eight games, eight or so games, uh, starting in July. They're gonna have training camp. Um, hold on, let me pull it all the way up. Yeah. James started July 31st. Training kids. Yeah. They got to get together and practice, man. Training kids. Yeah. Training kids. Training kids. Training kids. Yeah. So. Training kids. Six extra teams. Yeah, six. six teams are going to go back home after 10 games, right? Yes. One of them is in the Eastern Conference, that's the Wizards, right? Correct. And five in the West. Correct. All right, the five in the West, I kind of get that. Because um, if you're in the top, you like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't really going to catch me. Bottom five ways of the number, um, I get that. That's cool. That's a tussle. Bro, if I'm the eighth seed in the East and I get caught by the Wizards, No, no, Orlando's eighth at the moment. Wait, so the Nets are seven? Yes. How many games they? Like, what's the They're only, they're six games ahead of the Wizards. Oh, so the Wizards are six games behind two teams? Five and a half. Five and a half behind the Magic. Okay, so it's like a little, oh, okay, so, yo, I'm still talking to you. Whoever that night was, like, the Wizards, like, it was any one of us. Yo. Wow, the Wizards, the Wizards can actually make the playoffs. It's, it's not that hard. 
They only they only so they're five and a half out. They only need to finish within four games of eighth. And then they only then they just need to beat the eight seed twice. They need so right now they're five and a half out. These eight games, I don't know how to schedule, how they're going to schedule them. But after eight games, if the Wizards are within four games of whoever the eight seed is, the Nets or Orlando, then they get to play the eight seed for a play-in. Yeah, and then once they get to the play-in, they just need to beat the team twice before the team beats them once to get in. Thirty-eight, Matt. Thirty-eight, special hot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I say no, man. I say no. I say no. Keep him to next season, man. We talk, we talk about John Wall easing back in. No, I get it. Like, you know, full resolution, they don't want to know. Legacy, career, perception, vision. But in this, it's more of a superhero type of aspect, bro. Like, to me, it's mostly positive. Yeah. part is a detail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we could already we could already say one team that's going to go back home really soon and that's Portland. No, they already they already talking like they didn't want to do it, yeah. Well, they like, we play for an ownership group that actually listens to his players and has a backbone. We voiced what they felt was the best option, and they followed our lead. So there was a group there was a group that didn't want to play for the play-in, and I'm guessing that's because they are in eighth. Let me just double-check. No, they're in ninth. I don't, What? Why are they putting on the season? I don't understand this. They talking about the the body of work should fulfill the season in those percentages, but you wouldn't make the playoffs. They, they three games back. Uh, what is it? Dallas? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, both of them the same thing. Sorry, Memphis is eighth. Dallas is seventh. Yeah, they're not catching Dallas. Memphis is eighth. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
But all of those, but all of those teams are within four games of the spot. But they're tied. So Portland is tied with two other teams. Right, but they, I mean, they voted for the, they voted for, I forgot what they voted voted, I think they voted for no regular season games to just go straight to the playing game, but because it's like, you're tied with two other teams for night, so any way you slice it, it was going to be multiple teams in the West fighting for a spot, so like, you don't have any backbone to, to argue about anything unless you're just punting on the season. Because you had 60-plus games to get in the top eight, and you didn't. And so now here we are, essentially giving you a chance to get into the playoffs. However crazy it may be. And now you're like, ah, we don't really, we want it this way or no way. And it's like, what? But it's like, so, they're currently in ninth, right? Mm-hmm. It's two teams tied with them, so the next team is only a half game back. Okay, I dig. I dig. I was just saying, I am not saying this to play devil's advocate at all. I am just expressing what I'm going If I'm the Trailblazers in the West, and I look over to the East, and the Wizards don't have to compete with nobody below them, just the team ahead of them, and I got to compete with the team ahead of me, and the ones below me, and I'm in the West. And I gotta fight COVID, and I gotta travel across the nation to do so, so you can get money. Mm, just take my check, or let me play playoffs. I, I always said I can dig that. Especially when the contrast is right across the conferences is one team fighting for that one spot. But that's what. I'm, but like, what, what do you want them to do? Tell the other two teams that are tied with you that they can't play. Oh hey brother, like I should have said last week, I'm not here to solve my folks. <laughs> Is being able to to feel fulfill their TV contracts, I believe. Right, but there's no extra, it's no new money. They're not getting the gate money. But I understand that because some of that money is going to be used to pay the players. So like, that's why I don't understand Portland because it's like, hey man, we all in this together, bro. <laughs> like, Portland's Rose Garden isn't open for business. So like, we got to get these eight games in to fulfill the television contract. Some of which was used to pay your your large salaries right now. That's the boom for 2016. So like, I, look, it's it's an imperfect system. I get it, but like, now nah, it's time to lace them up. <laughs> Like, I mean, and I and I get the I get the 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 uh, the health reasons behind it. I totally get those, so I'm not downplaying that. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of like once you, you like kind of started. Hey, hey, London, London. Thank you. <laughs> once you get started on it, um, you kind of just gotta go with it. I'm like, I'm not freaking, I'm not, it's kind of to my point earlier, but I was 
fallacy and then i'll let you jump in olu um some owners this is their their bread and butter the lakers the lakers ownership this is they don't have another business for tita what's up i hear you i hear you i just wanted to make that clarification (laughs) don't want to have that misnomer i feel you i understand Guess not. Guess not. to say like this is the way the cookie comes
this one's not a question, yeah. but obviously I am, but I'm not trying to make light of it at all. But, so you, like, you truly believe as a fan, like, three years is a possibility. Possibility, depending on how he comes back and free agent. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying basically, it's the best scenario. Isaiah Thomas year. Isaiah Thomas year. Wizards in the hierarchy, and that's the thing. Because 
sports yeah. medicine or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it's not even, I don't even think those are the key factors. I think it's more of where his mental is when he comes back. Like, okay, I don't need to be superhero John Wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't have to be the lightning rod. Like, I have a guy that we see that is an all-NBA talent. You know what I mean? And it's like, if I play with a little bit more pace, with a little bit more savvy, turn it on when I need to and scale back when... And, and, well, he's always got his teammates involved, but to really be... To take that point guard... I mean, because is there a point guard in the East better than John Wall? Carry him. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, yeah, I just not that the oh, they have no chance. 
shut down the supposed team and, you know, do expansive drafts and disperse the players to, to other teams. Like, it's kind of like, and, I mean, we've seen anything happen. Yeah. Injuries, whatever, whatever, whatever may happen, you know. Right. And it's just like, if you're in the fight, because that's even like the year that they lost to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something that John Wall gets in trouble with sometimes. It's like, well, we played the Cavaliers the best out of anybody in the league this year. So who knows if we, what might happen in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like matchups. It's always going to be matchups. And, I mean, he, he wasn't telling an untruth, you know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like you get in the fight. If you're in the fight, you got a chance. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a Cavaliers team that went to seven games against the upstart Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and it really had a real chance in the last, what, three, four minutes. That game still hadn't been decided, you know what I mean? So, they had a pretty good coach, too, though. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Wizards um, are in the category, like, they're the NBA version of the Saints for me. Um, I just think the Saints. Nah, the Saints just always find a the Saints always find a way to lose. Okay, I got be that. Okay, I mean, it doesn't. It does. Yeah, and so like. the AI Lakers finals. catch up um i think it's for like i think the magic they're a weird team and so it's gonna take them some games to get their footing whereas like the wizards even if john wall comes back he's coming off the bench and it's like it's bradley bill and go and so like it's a lot easier to i think to like you know like they'll get, i just think the wizards will catch them i think that it's going to be the lakers and the bucks um I think the only team, the team that gives the Bucks the most trouble is the Sixers, but it looks like the Sixers are going to get a, probably eliminated in the first round because the Celtics give them a ton of trouble. So, so they, they playing in the first 
that's what the uh, standings looking like. Let me double check to make sure. But it looks looking like we got like, yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah. Sorry. We so it's a chance we could get that. Um, The Celtics are third. They're pretty entrenched in third because they're not. Okay. I don't think they're gonna make up to three. Well, I guess they can make up three games in eight days. Um, but um, the Sixers may slide up to fifth because they're tied with the Pacers. They're just behind on percentage points. I mean, they're behind with like tiebreakers, so they may slide up to fifth. But if they stay in sixth, they pay. They play the. Uh, well, damn, they don't really got no places because if they slide up to fifth, they play the Heat. And I don't know. I don't know if they really want to see Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. <laughs> so, but if the Sixers make it to the Bucks, then I think the Sixers can beat the Bucks. They 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 have. I think Ben Simmons uh, can give Giannis problems. And again, I don't think the Bucks have solved the problem of what do we do when they trap Giannis. <laughs> I just don't think they've solved that problem. Like, and we're going to get to the playoffs, and we're going to see they haven't solved that problem. And this time, I just they they better hope that it's in the finals and not in like the conference finals or something. Gotcha. Blue, what you think? Titans duke it out. I mean, I mean that's what all signs point to. But 
again, I mean, if you're in the fight, you're in the fight. Who says that the Rockets might don't shock the world or, or the Nuggets do something? What is he gonna do? He is the first round exes without Kevin Durant. Come on, I like Russ as a player too, but like they good for they go for an exciting first round series. That's what they're good for. Then they're gonna go out in the second round. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> all right, hold on. So the way it stands, the way it stands now, they'd face the Nuggets first round. And then they'd either face the Clippers or the Mavericks, the winner of that series. So you beat you even even I'll give you the Nuggets because they they some trash too. So I'll give you them beating the Nuggets. I mean trash in a in in perspective. To right, that's what I'm saying. Not trash, but like trash compared to the Clippers and the Lakers. So I mean I'm giving you that this will be a it's a Lakers Clippers. Western Conference Finals. Like, don't make me take it back. <laughs> I was literally about to say, do you see the Rockets beating the Clippers? Because I don't. <laughs> so, like, I see a uh, Lakers-Clippers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, so, I don't I don't see the Rockets really having a shot. Um, and so, we are, you're right. Looking at the matchups, like, I don't think the Dun- Thunder or the Jazz can beat the Lakers. Uh, the Smorgasbord for eighth, like, all of them provide pretty uh, fun games with the Lakers, but none of them are true shots to beat the Lakers. So the bracket is setting up for Lakers, Clippers, Western Conference Finals. Uh, it kind of doesn't matter about the home court with that because they were going to be playing on the same floor anyway. So like, it's just it's taking place in Orlando instead of L.A. I think that goes seven. I'm giving the Clippers a lot of credit here by saying they go seven, um, but I think the Lakers pull it off. Okay, that's a good point. Like, I didn't think about that. Does how much does not having the fans like does it like for instance, will some of the teams play better because there's no pressure of the fans? Well, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. LeBron James or you who who who, but we on this court and it feels like a really tough practice. Some will some will play better, some will play worse because they use the fans for emotion. Like some, so essentially all these people are still employees. So some, you know, some people like you got to put them with another person in the office to keep them hype and keep them going. Otherwise, if you left them by themselves, they just give you shitty ass work. I think that's what we're about to see with Portland because they have no fans. I think they're gonna give us below. Below, below uh, standard product. Like, think about it. Like, how's that gonna look? Like, just brothers hooping. Like, we just watching brothers hooping. It's gonna look, you know, it's gonna look like to me. It's gonna look like summer league. Summer league. Yeah, but Alphonse, how many times you watch the whole summer? Well, you. I'm about to say, what you mean? Who you talking to? What? Every time. Cause you know why? You know why? Because you never watched the whole summer league game. Well, you never. 
And you always, most summer league games come on at work. So during the summer, summer league, obviously, I'm off work. So I can sit in front of a TV from 12 to 8 and watch games. Even if I don't know everybody, like, I know enough people from the rookies to be like, all right, cool, or the second-year players. But now you ain't got nowhere to go, and you're about to watch. (laughs) Well, it's going to be, it's not going to be, I think it's going to be like three games a day because they're talking about, um, yeah, because they got to take like four hours to clean and get like clean the stadium, clean the court. So like, I think I think we might be seeing three to four games a day if they start at twelve, like, because they're using three different courts. I think they're gonna vote that down. I think that's stupid. Um, I think that was maybe like to appease like a team like Portland. <laughs> Cause they voted against this for for reasons that don't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I mean, again, again, in the context of this, it doesn't make any sense. Like, but what you signed up to play, you signed up to play. What you go complain about? Hot, like we here now. Like you know why they're doing it. It does benefit you to do it. Like if they didn't get those eight regular season games, it'd be six hundred and forty five. Million million dollars lost for player contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I actually want to see how they gonna be playing, cause like, are they gonna be good? No, I don't think so. They're testing everybody before they go in. NBA. pretty much set up like the Warriors are about to get a, a top five pick I believe and Clay Thompson back so like they're about to get like money keep on rolling yeah they got it for that chase in it Nah, I mean that's that's just the 
Nah, because again, if Clay. Nah, 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 nah. Honestly, if Clay doesn't get hurt, they win that title, even with Kevin Durant getting hurt. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, you know, so. we don't want to keep raining in on number 23. So. We only got two more shots, bro. So it's a farewell talk. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was hoping he could make it to the Sunflake. The guy can shoot threes as a seven-footer. As long as they, they – the biggest thing for the Lakers is to maximize him. They need to not play him as center for an entire season. Not that he can't do it. It's just it's not good business to, at center. So, yeah, I think that will be – So, um, before we wrap up, we got, a uh, we got, a uh, one more segment, um, and, uh, well, oh, uh, Dre, this week I'll let you, or this episode I'll let you go ahead and, uh, start it you off. Know, it's just you know what it's cool when, you know, the GOAT is out here, um, expressing how you feel in a certain moment, calling out white quarterbacks. 2020, um, with all types of grammar errors, just not caring about your brand and you know misspellings. It's a beautiful thing, and you just you know it's a wonderful thing when it go talks essentially because uh, all out matter. MJ, you dig? That was too hard. That was too hard. You didn't want to flex, <laughs> but I'm not. It's real good. I mean, I just think that was a good moment. I'm just glad that he's free enough to do it and not as concerned with the brand and not call out uh, brother Patrick. So to, to follow up that, uh, I'll submit uh, um, what uh, pretty much Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, Dre and I had a conversation about him. I think he was there too, maybe. Yeah, so like he's one who's forgotten 
in terms of like he checks all of the boxes in terms of what we look for in the greatest of all time. Um, I think he is someone who would have benefited from social media during his time because uh, he wouldn't necessarily have to go through the media to like get his message across. And he's always said, I don't know about always, but most of the time he said the right things in these type of situations. Um, and then on the court, like his stats are pretty much unassailable. Uh, he has the unstoppable shot and the, the sky hook. Like you're not going to stop that. He scored the most points in NBA history. Um, he won titles in LA and Milwaukee. So he won with magic. He won without magic. Uh, he won being a leader. He won being able to transition to not being a leader. Um, so, you know, I just always think we, I know in our, a lot of conversations within our circles, he's not mentioned as much as he should. Even if, even if people don't call him the greatest just because they have their own personal attachment to their greatest, I just think he should get a lot more respect um, and his name brought up as much. So that's the one for me. Jordan became to that level. Was he or at least he in that position more considered as a greatest 
all-time score. Did that fifth start with uh, Jordan? Do you think? Uh, I mean, we we all too young to know what the conversation yeah. was like before Mike. So it's kind of tough for us to say that. I think I think in general the conversation always steers away from big men just because it's hard for people to see themselves as a big man. Like, it's easier for you to see yourself in Michael Jordan. Even if you're not that height and all of that, it's easier to say, okay, like, I can see myself being that. It's hard for people to see themselves being Shaq, I think. And I think that plays a part into it. Yeah, so, I mean, thank you, fellas. Uh, We can go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, You know, this is actually coming in shorter than our normal time the past couple episodes. Um, So I want to thank you guys for joining me. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you guys enjoy it. And until next time, peace.